Welcome to the Audience Converter Podcast, the podcast for converting your audience from strangers to loyal fans. We dive deep and discuss how entrepreneurs, consultants, and coaches can level up their business to help more people in the world. Now here's your host, the creator of the Audience Conversion Method, Kimberly Whitecamp. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Audience Converter Podcast. I'm Kimberly Whitecamp, your host, conversion copywriter, and marketing strategist. And today's episode is a little bit different and a chance for you to ask me your top questions about marketing, your business, and building your dream life. And today I'm going to be addressing some of the top questions I get from my clients around email marketing. So excited to talk about this topic. It is near and dear to my heart. I absolutely love email talking about email and how to properly use it for your business. So just a quick reminder that I'll be hosting these Ask Me Anything episodes about once a month. If you want your questions featured on a future episode of the Audience Converter podcast, reach out at contact at theaudienceconverter.com. Put AMA question in the subject line. Give me your name, your business website, and your question. If I choose your question, I'll give you a shout out on the show and include your link in the show notes, which will give you a little bit of an SEO boost. So now let's move on to the questions. So here's the thing. Uh, there's still a lot of talk out there about email, how to use it, if I should still use it. And one of the big things I still see a lot is, you know, email marketing is dead or e email email isn't really useful anymore. Email's having such an issue right now. I just don't think it's worth my time. So here's one thing I want to really point out to people about email and email marketing. And it's that it is the closest you're going to get to controlling your own traffic. And here's what I mean. Let's say that you decide, um, you know, you found an article about how Instagram helps somebody get a million followers and now they have a seven figure business and they're living the dream life, right? So here's the thing. Instagram is owned by Facebook. Uh, and Facebook regularly changes its algorithm. Now, it changes its algorithm to be in better service to both itself, to its users, and of course, uh, to its advertisers, the people who use and spend the most money on the network. And here's the thing. The algorithm can change at any time. If you're talking about uh, you know, using SEO, again, Google is constantly changing its algorithm and constantly changing what it's going to put the best and most emphasis on to give you the best juice. I talked with somebody on my other podcast, Chatting with Copywriters, uh, from SEM Rush, who does a lot of focus and research around search. And they were talking about how right now you can't get found for both voice search and regular searches, but voice search is on the rise. And just how we saw a couple years ago when mobile search suddenly became the more important metric than being able to show up on someone's laptop, uh, I predict that voice is going to act the same way. So we never know, you know, you can invest years and years in building and getting up to that top spot, which is always great and wonderful. Uh, but if people, uh, you know, they see, they do that search, they do it once, maybe they find you, but uh, are they going to come back? right? If they come up with a thousand different websites in 2.5 seconds or something, which is probably a small number, uh, they have a lot of options to explore. And, you know, they've got a specific reason in mind as to why they're doing their search. So they're going to find a site, look around, is it right? Is it not? And then they're going to leave. 
And that is where your best opportunity lies, is to make sure you capture their information before they leave your website. And email is one of the best ways to do that. It's a great way for you to create that personal connection, to have a method and permission, which is incredibly important uh, in marketing and just to be a nice person, quite frankly. Um, so, you know, that is your best option for capturing their information, getting permission to contact them, and having the opportunity to grow the relationship. And that's not going to happen uh, if you have to rely entirely on somebody else's algorithm. Now, granted, with email, you know, there's something called deliverability, and that's basically like, you know, you're on a server, somebody else is sending your emails for you. There's a whole bunch of technical stuff behind that. But for the most part, as long as you are sending content that people actually want to see, you're going to have a low unsubscribe rate. And uh, you're going to be able to reach the people who have asked to hear from you. And that is something else that's really, really powerful is it is a opportunity for you to have that one-to-one -one communication. Now, yes, with social media, you have the ability to use like direct messaging, uh, but it's considered not exactly great etiquette to reach out and spam message everybody you know. Um, and if it's a chat bot, people usually know that, which is okay. And that's for general questions, but it's not that more personalized connection because anyone can hit reply to an email. Even if it's a mass email that you've sent to 2000 people, someone can hit reply and that is going to go direct to where you told it to go. And if that's your inbox, you can see it and then give them that personal response, which is really powerful and a great way to build a relationship and build a community, which is what I, of course, am all about, right? Building your audience, converting your audience, building the community around you, your mission, and what you are looking to improve in the world. So when talking about email marketing, I still firmly believe it is one of the best, if not the best methods to build your community. Now, you know, in order for you for example, to uh, let's say you're building a membership site, you're going to build your own community, you're going to get people in, you're going to have them join. Wonderful. Uh, most of us, unless it's on Facebook, which has its own uh, set of pros and cons, but if we're going to log into someone's membership site, uh, guess how we do that? We get an email confirming our login information. And if we do something new in the membership site, not everyone's going to check it every day. In fact, most people won't but they'll get something like a weekly roundup, which is going to land in their inbox. So email marketing is still the best way to start building up your business, your following, your community, and to build up a, a base of your raving fans. So uh, the first question is, you know, email marketing, is it still worth it? And, uh, you know, is email marketing dead? The answer is, of course, absolutely not. And it is absolutely still worth it and very important and a huge part of what will be your marketing mix. So I get another question a lot um, around how do I get started? You know, especially for new people, uh, they're looking to, you know, you've got your business website set up, for example, or you're thinking about moving online, especially with uh, this pandemic and everything going on. A lot of businesses have just had to switch to how they operate. And they're wondering, you know, how, how do I get started with email marketing? How, what's the first step? What do I need to do? What do I need to have in place? So there's a few things that you need to have in place. Number one is an email address. That's, that's very, very important. Um, if it is for your business, I do recommend that you have uh, an email address that is at yourdomain.com. And what I mean by that is at your business. So if you have your domain name, 
chosen already and you own it, then I would recommend creating an email, even if it's just contact at or me at mybusiness.com. That it gives you a, an extra layer of credibility. And uh, when people see that in their inbox, they're also going to be able to remember uh, where did that message come from because you have your domain name. Now, uh, if that's not an option for you, if you're really just trying to get launched, get started, you can always use a Gmail address or you know, a, a free email service. Be, be aware that free email services do have restrictions on how often you can send things. Um, and some of them integrate with different programs better than others, but always you do have that option of just setting one up. And I would set up something uh, related to your business name. So like mybusiness at gmail.com. I have seen that quite a lot. And that at least does, again, give people the reminder of who you are uh, and why they're receiving an email from you. Now, the next part about setting up uh, an email is you do not necessarily have to have an email marketing system uh, or a CRM. And what that means is I'm talking about programs like MailChimp or ConvertKit or ActiveCampaign, most of which do have a small monthly fee. You don't necessarily need to have one of those. What you do need is to have that email address. And if you have that email address and you've got a list of people that are in your life, uh, it's perfectly okay for you to decide to email them one by one, send them a personalized message and say, hey, I'm launching this new business. This is what's going on. Um, are you interested in learning more? Or something along that effect. Uh, so you don't need to have that CRM to get started, but if you're wanting to collect email addresses, you do need to have one. Um, I think there's a way to like get people onto your site and then collect their email addresses. But honestly, the simplest and easiest method is to use a CRM, is to use an email marketing software. I personally recommend ConvertKit. I've been using it for three years. I'm a huge, huge fan. I love the way it works. It's really easy and designed for entrepreneurs, essentially. Um, it's got a lot of systems you might want when moving to grow your business, which of course is what we're all about here. And it, it's a great system to grow with you. And especially now they have launched a free tier, which means that you can create a landing page, an opt-in form and start collecting emails and start sending emails, uh, for free which is amazing. They have the full functionality, I'm pretty sure, of the entire system. Uh, and what that does is it means that you don't get to like see all these things that, oh, you're not allowed to do them yet. Uh, for the most part, you have the basics of what you need. And one of the things I mentioned is a landing page with an opt-in form. And that is what I'm going to talk about next, which is how do I gather the emails? So one of the things I've noticed is even now and today, looking at people's websites, a lot of people are still really reluctant to ask for an email address. And part of that is, of course, about the customer experience, right? We don't want to annoy our visitors who come to our website. We don't want to bother them. Um, I know for the most part, a lot of people, when you talk to them, they're like, ugh, I hate those stupid pop-ups. I hate those stupid pop-ups. But the reality is, is that those stupid pop-ups uh, are still the best converting method for getting people's email addresses. However, what you need to do is to have some sort of form to capture someone's email address on your website. And that means you just need to say, have some place where they can put in their name, preferably, and their email address. If you don't want to ask for the name, you know, it says that um, the less 
form lines that you have on an opt-in form, the more likely people are going to be to put in their information. But I like to be able to ask for that first name so that I can personalize the emails moving forward, but you don't have to do that. Uh, but you need to have some form on your website that lets people capture their emails. So people say, well, I don't have that domain name yet. How can I start gathering emails? And that is where the greatness of ConvertKit and their free landing page style tier comes in. And what that means is you can create a landing page on ConvertKit. And a landing page is just simply a place where you direct people. So what you'll do is like you can post in social media out to all of your friends. Hey, I'm starting my new business. Uh, here's where you can find some information. Go check it out. And you can put the link to the landing page directly into social media or into an email or, you know, if you really want to spell out the very long URL, you can do that. But the landing page is someplace you can direct traffic to. And that's not usually going to be enough. You can have your basic information, but the purpose of a landing page is to let people know about a specific offer you have. And when I say offer, I just mean something you have that might benefit them. And it's usually what we call a giveaway, a lead magnet, a freebie, whatever term you want to use. But you have a way to say, hey, I've got this business going on. I'd love your email address in exchange for the lead magnet, the freebie, the giveaway, whatever you want to call it. And you can do this on the landing page. And that's kind of what the purpose is. And, you know, we're not diving into creating lead magnets today. Uh, I can definitely cover that on a future episode if people have questions. But what you're going to do is you're going to create something that people actually want. So make sure that it's not something that you think is cool, but nobody else thinks is cool. You know, ask around a little bit. But then you're going to ask for an exchange, an email address in exchange for your goodie. And uh, again, with the CRM, they can also host that freebie, that PDF, that checklist, whatever it is. It can be hosted on that, um, on that CRM and it can be the, the little, you know, pop-up form or just the form that's on the page can also be there. And of course, the landing page itself can all be included in your CRM. So, you know, that's kind of how you can get started. It definitely is still worth it. It's not too late. And that's your starting point for gathering emails. Now, if you are working with an actual website um, and if you are you know, you've got an actual website set up, definitely you want to use the pop-up form from your CRM. You know, you need to connect to that, which is very technical and a little bit difficult to describe unless I have a specific situation. Uh, but most of the CRMs do have what are called help resource centers. So they have videos or they have articles or they have screenshots, which walk you through how to do the most basic uh, uses of their software, such as setting up an opt-in form. So one of the things I really want to emphasize, though, is there is one phrase you should absolutely not ever use on your opt-in form. Don't ever use it. Remove it from your vocabulary right now. And that news is newsletter. And here's why. I see so many people who use a sign up for my newsletter here. Well, if I have just found your website, Maybe I know a little bit about you. Most likely I don't. You came up in a search or I saw somebody had shared something on social and I decided to check it out. Whatever took me to your website, especially if it's the first time, and that is the critical time. That's the time when you want to gather someone's email address. 
I don't know a lot about you. And if you're asking for me to sign up for your newsletter, my thought immediately goes to, um, I already have 10,000 unread messages in my inbox. I don't know what I'm going to get out of this. I do not need more emails to go through. How often is this going to be? Am I going to get a daily email from this person? No, thank you. And then they're going to leave your site and never come back. So you want to avoid the word newsletter because it doesn't imply to the people who are reading it exactly what they're going to get. That's why I recommend using a lead magnet instead. And you can say something like, you know, get your free download and enjoy XYZ, whatever that's going to be. Is it going to be uh, weekly nutrition tips on how to manage your diabetes? Is it going to be uh, daily productivity hacks to make your mornings more productive? Is it going to be, uh, you know, a once a month update on the latest information around new laws that could affect your entrepreneurial business? Whatever it is that you focus on, whatever your service course or coaching program is about, that's what you're going to put in the, oh, and you're going to receive this other thing too. But let people know that they're going to receive the valuable item, that's your lead magnet, and they will be hearing from you again. So uh, that's number one. Do not use the word newsletter on your opt-in form. Instead, let people know the actual value they're going to get from you. Uh, and do not hide your opt-in form. And this is what I mean. I've been to a lot of sites where like, oh, I don't want to overwhelm them too soon. So they have the opt-in form at the very bottom of the page hidden with the menu. Or they have it about midway down, uh, but again, they use like the generic phrase of uh, sign up for my newsletter. And here's why that's a problem. People scroll online, especially since the majority of people now are probably going to access your website from a smartphone. They are not going to see it on a laptop first. They might see it later, but traffic numbers show that the majority now are beyond 50% of people who are accessing content on their smartphones, which means people scroll. People do not look very closely at a lot of different things. So what happens is they look at your site. Oh, okay, is that relevant? If it is, great, I'll keep going. Oh, that's really relevant. I'm going to click that link and they go to another page in your site. Or, meh, that's not good. Okay, I'm just going to go all the way to the bottom. Meh, I'm going to leave. And here's the thing. Very few people actually reach the bottom of your website, the very bottom of your homepage. Uh, so that's hidden. And if you are arranging your website so that the uh, opt-in form isn't really obvious and isn't a big call out to people, it's easy for them to go past it while looking at your homepage. So what you want is you want to have the opt-in form for your emails very, very close to the top. I recommend doing it within what they call the above the fold section. And that's a term that goes back to the days of newspapers. Oh my goodness. And basically, that is what does somebody see on their screen before they have to scroll, before they have to move the page down, what can they see? And if you have an opportunity to give, let them know about your opt-in options, to let them know about your freebie, your giveaway, your download, uh, do that above the fold and make it really easy for people to understand uh, because then you can at least capture their attention. Remember, you only have about eight seconds to capture someone's attention online. And remember, that is eight seconds to capture, not to keep. 
And what I mean by that is if within eight seconds they can say, yes, I think this is interesting, I'm going to keep looking, then you get a few more seconds and a few more seconds and a few more seconds. But you only have eight seconds. So within that eight seconds, if you have an opportunity to both show them they're in the right place and encourage them, hmm, maybe I want to learn more, then 10 to 15 seconds into their journey, you want them to then click and give you their email address. Because a lot of people, and I do, um, in the past, I've done a lot of audits for people's websites and I look at their data. And on average, you're getting people who spend about a minute on your website, and that is between multiple pages. So that means they are not reading every single page. They are absolutely not reading every single page. They're not spending a lot of time. So you have less than a minute to get their, in uh, get their interest. You have less than a minute to then keep their interest for a little bit longer to show you know what you're talking about and to gather their email address. Because if they leave your website without handing over that email address, guess what? the chances that you will see them again are very, very low. And that's what I like to call the lost lead opportunities. There are so many people that are interested in what you're doing, but then they get distracted. Uh, you know, then the phone rings and they have to answer it. Then they get a notification from Facebook that their friend posted a funny cat video and they go to watch it. Whatever it is, they leave your website, they forget about it and they don't come back. So that is why you want to be using email and email opt-in forms and the giveaway uh, the proper way. So we've talked about, uh, you know, how to get started. We've talked about the reason why you should be using email. We've talked about uh, how to gather the emails. And for the last question I want to answer for today, and this is kind of like your email marketing crash 101 course, right? The last question I want to answer for today is what do I say in my emails? And here's the thing. That's a really long and involved question. So I'm going to answer one thing in particular, which is what do I say in that first email? And what I want to remind people about is that uh, because of legal compliance and FYI, I am not a lawyer, uh, always consult your lawyer. I am not a lawyer, nor do I play one on this podcast. But uh, the legal rules for email people, for people who use email uh, to send uh, CRMs, right, if you're using email program, is that you have to abide by certain rules. And one of those rules is you have to get, make really, really sure that people want to hear from you. So it's fairly common for once somebody uh, chooses to join your email list, for them to get an email that says, hey, uh, we want to make sure that you want to be here. Please click this button. And that is a lost opportunity for a lot of companies. It is the first message they're ever going to see from you. It may or may not lead them directly to what they asked for, but it's the very first message. It's your first opportunity to kind of meet them in that face-to-face. -face. You know, they found you online. Now maybe they've seen you in a crowded room. Now maybe they're going to be able to shake your hand and say hello. So that is your opportunity to be you to show them what your brand is like, to show them what you are like, to show them what they can expect when they work with you. It needs to be a message that is in your voice, in your brand voice, and really matches uh, what they're going to be receiving in the future. However, a lot of people use the, what I call boilerplate copy, which is the copy provided, the words provided by the email companies and leave it at that. And it says something like, you have asked to subscribe to the list named John Doe's list. Uh, if you want to receive these messages, click the button below. If you receive this message in error, ignore this message. You will not receive future messages. 
that's really boring. That's not a true reflection of who you are, what you do, how you help people, and more importantly, what it's going to be like to receive information and content from you in the future. So instead of all of that, I want you to personalize that message. Even if they want to keep it that short because you want to deliver that goodie that you promised them, this is an opportunity for you to show them what a greeting is going to be like, what your sign-off's like, what a little bit of your personality is like, uh, what kind of tone or voice do you use in your copy? You know, are you a... Uh, are you a coach that helps people with weight loss? You know, are you going to say, oh my gosh, so excited. Uh, I can't wait to help you. I've been a fitness person my whole life, but I know other people aren't. So, you know, start, start using those muscles and click that button to subscribe that you want my information. You know, is that you? Or are you saying, look, I know you're busy. I'm a productivity specialist. I help people get more time. So here's my brief and short message. You said you wanted this thing. If you really want it, click it. If you don't, okay, I'm going to miss you. Bye. However you want to phrase it, it needs to be a reflection of who you are. It needs to be a reflection of your, plant, of your brand. And it needs to be uh, very true to your company and to the type of information and the style of writing they can expect in the future, right? If your confirmation email is incredibly interesting to people, just imagine how excited they're going to be to receive future messages from you. So this is an opportunity for you to start having that conversation with your audience, to start building that connection, show that you care about them, show them who you are, and show them that you value their time and you value the fact that they have asked to receive communications from you. So we've covered quite a lot of information here uh, today, and I've answered quite a few of the most common questions I get about getting started with email marketing and how to actually use it. And in a future episode, I will be answering questions about advanced email marketing tactics and how to, you know, use email the most effectively as a marketing tool. So I want to thank you again for your time today, for listening to this episode on the Crash Course about email marketing and how it works. Remember, once again, I do these Ask Me Anything questions about once a month. So if you have a question that you would like answered about specifically your business, uh, please do let me know. If you want your questions featured on a future episode of the Audience Converter Podcast, you can reach out at contact at the audienceconverter.com. Remember to put AMA question in the subject line and give me your name, your business website, and your question. And if I choose your question, you will get a shout out and some SEO backlink goodiness uh, in the show notes. So thank you once again for listening. Remember, keep calm and carry on. Thanks for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast. For more information and important links about today's show or for access to our website, visit theaudienceconverter.com. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.